0: into my basketball every time i rock man this is how we rap raw peace to my man now we got the camera out every time i spit it cross over the air. hello everyone this is josh also known as yashu and you're tuning into episode 31 of the tly talks podcast today we have a very special guest here in the building today one of the rising up-and-coming artists like in the game right now in the toronto music scene we have aj Nero on the pod how are you doing today man
1: good 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 how are you doing
0: doing all right man we just had like a very uh dope conversation like earlier about like sure. you know with music with aspirations everything like that too you know you connect with like ma and everyone else too so it's like interesting to hear uh with the people like you're tapped in with and like a lot of like the moves that you're going to be making soon and all that and just like you know a brief story about your background uh for a bit too so it's like dope to hear yeah and all no, that. of
1: course yeah appreciate you guys having me man
0: (laughs) nah likewise man um i mean the ep keeper is like too fire right now with the whole like new york drill type stuff and just like with the drill type beats with the drill type beats and all that because i know everyone like in toronto and like other parts are like following that wave right now like with uk drill new york drill so it's interesting like how toronto drill like is uh right now with even like some of the songs too so
1: yeah drill definitely is what got me into music i feel like my first couple of tracks were definitely drill but i feel like i'm slowly but surely starting to become more versatile as time goes by so nah likewise. i'm trying to become all around nah for sure you know
0: um you know i want to get it started uh right here so um where did you uh, grow up and you know what was like the environment like for you uh, growing up
1: I grew up in, uh, I, I lived in the city for the last maybe like three, four years. I grew up in Richmond Hill. Oh, true. Well, pretty up north. Uh, yeah, bro, just went to school. I used to play ball. That used to be my thing. And then, you know, slowly I uh, started to realize I had more of a passion for music. Always been an athlete. You know, I love I love to play ball. I love to fight. I train fighting, all that stuff. But, Not like, true. I knew, like, music, like, performing, like, getting up on stage, like, that was more what I was meant to do. No, nah, no, nah, 100%,
0: yeah. man. And, yeah. you know, um... Did you stop, like, at ba- like basketball at, like, uh, one point uh, for a bit, too, because you were talking about it uh, briefly. Um, had you had, like, aspirations to kind of play pro, like, in that sense, or, like, had to stop?
1: Maybe when I was in maybe seventh grade, eighth grade, it was more like, a, oh, I-, I could take off with this thing. But as you get older, you start to realize, like, where the competition's at, and then you got to get in where you fit in. And I was realizing that, like... I've got other aspirations than this, you know?
0: No, hundred percent. And you're uh Italian, that's correct.
1: Yeah, half Italian, half trini. Uh-huh, true, true. Oh,
0: you're actually half trini? My
1: mom's trini, yeah. Uh-huh, true, <laughs> so hard to believe, but yeah.
0: So what's like that uh
1: household uh like too in that sense uh with that culture? It's uh it's interesting for sure. There's a lot of different uh cultural tendencies, but hey, everyone has a good time, you know? oh uh, true. And yeah. Because I know with
0: Trini people like they have like you know unique uh, backgrounds too. I don't know if she's like the white Trini, like the oh white Trini, oh, yeah, true, white true, Trini. yeah, 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 true, true. yeah, definitely white it, Trini, yeah. Because I know like with the cultures too, with black Trinis, in um Indian Trinis, and like also with the white Trinis, it's like a different vibe too. Because like you know with the accents, and everything like that. Yeah. So it's like very yeah, no, for too sure. Uh, most we'll still man. Uh, but uh, Richmond Hill, um, I know like there's not a lot with uh music at that time too like in that sense too because a lot of them were like mainly from peel from durham from like the city and all that but um like during your time was it big for music uh growing up
1: yeah i feel like definitely big with music but i feel like i only started to notice toronto rap like there are toronto music toronto artists like when i moved to the city probably like last what three four years is when it's really been turning up so as it's starting to get its name more and more i started to to pick it up but uh it's definitely an interesting culture of music. Toronto music definitely has a certain sound, and uh, I-, I think it's evolving as time goes by for sure. Definitely a big year for the city.
0: Ah, uh, true. Nah, yeah. most definitely, man. And I know that you said that you were like very like athletic uh, growing up. You know, playing sports and all that. But you know, aside from that, uh, what were you like uh, growing up during that time until you know your young adulthood in that sense?
1: Definitely like to lay low, not to. Uh didn't draw too much attention to myself like to you know get my music done always right try to try to get ahead of this thing I definitely wanted to be an artist at a young young age and uh, I I only, I, th- I gotta say I only started recording and actually like getting in a studio last maybe like a year or so but it's always been like a a thing in my head where like I knew I was gonna take this route in life at some point
0: nah 100% man and I mean even within within the music too, because I know that with music there's like a lot that kind of comes in in that sense too, like whether it's like a first introduction from the family or like another introduction through like everywhere else too. Um, but like, what was like your first introduction to music like uh, growing up?
1: Definitely hearing that UK drill. Like when that when that genre started to come out, Not I was true. like, something about that made me want to make music like the lyrics and like how these guys mix their stuff and and the way they like deliver on beats like it was definitely that like hard like uh that 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 unique flow type of type of music that you on the European side that made me really want to get into it no no 100% so yeah. and
0: um, I don't know if you like played like music like around the house too because I know even like before that whole U- UK uh, drill type stuff you know there was like I think around your time you know there's like pop music other forms of hip-hop and like other stuff uh, too so were you kind of like listening to that like around the house too like even before the mu- whole
1: music stuff or? I mean uh I played the saxophone in music class in grade eight but, <laughs> but true, true. no I never never really uh, played uh instrument or or uh, anything true. like that in the house just uh just just listening to music and like getting more like involved in like uh the new artists that were coming out that's what um that's what I'm inspired me for sure
0: so who are you like uh tapped in with uh that you listen to uh, throughout your life like i know with uh uk drill there's a lot of like dope artists like coming in like tion and hetty and yeah. OFB and all those other people. uk drill
1: is nice but italian drill that's another uh, genre. Uh, Bro, Rondo Sosa, shout yeah. out that guy. That guy uh, definitely uh, put me on the drill scene. You probably know Central C. Oh, true, yeah. UK drill letters. Yeah. Like, uh, I like those kind of guys. I like to have my, like, my own type of flow, but there's definitely some guys I, I mirror off from time to time.
0: No, most definitely. Um, you know, it's crazy, too, because he actually performed in uh, Toronto just uh, like later on uh, last month. Um, did you manage to uh, check him out? Rondo? Yeah. Oh, so you know him? No, but like... um. He was performing in Toronto just like last month and all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
1: saw him. I I think I saw some post him wearing some OVO stuff and I I don't think I I took a second look at it. But if I did, I definitely would have. Yeah. tried to get the drop. <laughs> yeah, like
0: he had the show. I think like in April, but um, yeah. I don't know. Like if you like copped to that that time too, because I think it was like just like a one time show and that's it. But uh, I think he should be uh, coming soon, like later on uh, throughout the months and all. Yeah, that. Yeah,
1: no, that guy. That guy's talented.
0: <laughs> true. Yeah. True. Like, even aside from, like, music in that sense, too, like, what was, like, your initial goal or idea that you wanted to do for a job or career, like, before you got into the whole, like, music, I think?
1: I definitely knew from a young age I wanted to be famous. Oh, true. Uh, I didn't necessarily care what it was for, acting, music, sports. Like, I knew I wanted my name to be known, and, like, I, I didn't want to live a, a regular, just civilian life. I just Like, I wanted my life to be unique, and I, and I, wa- I wanted that status that, like, Anything I put my mind to, I want to make happen, put into action and have positive results. So I just, uh, I tried a few things. Definitely the music uh, was, is like a first little outlet. I, I've had other ideas maybe to, to get into some other aspects of entertainment, but music's definitely where my, where my passion lies. So I'm going to sticking with that. How
0: did you uh, get into like rapping and like making music in that sense?
1: I've been freestyling oh, from a young young age me and my boy Dino my cousin Mao, oh, we freestyling true, yeah. in the house you know just messing around then I started to to actually get into it more and more we'd freestyling my boys would be telling me man like uh, you should try writing stuff one time wrote a couple of things uh hit the studio recorded and uh it came out sounding good so I just ran with it no no, no. 100% too
0: and um did you have, like, any, like, family, like, aside, like, from your, uh, like, cousins and everyone else who that, like, kind of, like, made music or were involved in music in some way, too? And Yeah, my
1: cousin, definitely huge, huge music guy. That guy, that guy's got a voice on him. Hearing him sing, uh, he, uh, it's definitely his party trick <laughs> <laughs> when he, uh, yeah. yeah, he he definitely turned me on to music. Nah, yeah. 100%, man, and... You Like, you know, even in
0: that sense, too, like, what made you want to, like, take it seriously and to, like, the next level in that sense, too, with your career, like, in that sense in music?
1: Just hearing the, the positive feedback from it, because uh, I've got a circle around me that, like, everyone keeps it 100, and, like, I don't really care for people who, who are not going to keep a real with me. I've got people that'll tell me, like, a hey, if it sucks, it sucks. <laughs> like, you've got to yeah, let me know. Yeah. And just hearing that, like, feedback and hearing what uh, other people have to say about my music hearing the uh the positive things maybe you just want to keep making more and more
0: nah 100 percent, man yeah. and um i know that we've uh talked about like influences like in that sense too with the whole like schedule type stuff uh, but um who do you uh want to tap in with like uh features and all that someday like who would you want to like collaborate with
1: man pressa Presto, we've had some low key conversations, but uh, <laughs> we've got a we've got to tap in for sure. True, nah, no, because yeah. it's uh, a that, guy, that guy's been yeah. making moves with the UK drill scene for sure.
0: Nah, hundred percent too, because you know it's crazy too. Um, because Presto, like he doesn't really like you know communicate as much with like a lot of people, like or even like his friends too. So, I don't know, like if it was like mainly for like the DMs or like mainly for like the emails and all that or.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. We go to we go to the same studio to record. Ah, so, true, true. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we've had some uh, some connections. Sure.
0: <laughs> nah, no, most definitely. Um, so like even like at that time, you know, like at the studio, like your interactions with him. What, what was he uh, like in that studio? And you know, what were like some things that you've noticed that made you want to take seriously like within your music that you uh, kind of gained from in that sense?
1: Definitely it, not even just him alone. Just the way like every artist that has a. A genuine name for himself, just oh, like true. the way they they handle themselves, the way they're they're serious about the music. Like uh, I've had some, uh, I've definitely had some talks with some guys that that have a no name, and it's like once they know that they're certified in a way that they're putting yeah. on music and it's getting viewed by a certain amount of people, regardless, it's like the it's it's like a job, you know, yeah. it's consistency, it's yeah. you know, they want they want to see results. Nah, hundred percent. So that's man. definitely uh, motivational.
0: Nah, hundred percent, and. um... You know, with your, like, for first-time listeners who haven't, like, heard your sound or anything like that, how would you
1: uh, describe your music to them and, you know, what can they expect? I've got to say my music has definitely been taking a pretty versatile turn. I definitely think uh, I started off just with the job and now I've been mixing in the R&B, the, the little Caribbean flow, some, like, melodic stuff. So I think uh, I think I want to hit at least each genre at least once this year. So, I'm going to be, be making things that uh, okay. <laughs> you guys might not even have heard of. <laughs> nah, most
0: definitely. And, you know, like, even uh, with the whole, like, Trini style, too, Um, uh, I don't know if you've ever, like, tried to incorporate, like, you know, Soka, like, even within that music, too, and, like, even going with the whole, like, Calypso type
1: stuff? Yeah, Calypso, like, like the Afro drill type. Oh, like I I, Yeah, you, I definitely uh, been messing with some of that should. stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, and uh, I don't know if you uh, have like a very dope like Trini accent uh, in that sense too, because I know with the Trini accent it's like very like interesting to versus like the whole Jamaican accent because you know they kind of like roll like the way they speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I could turn on if I want to, but it's it's gotta come natural. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah, hundred percent, man. And um, I think we already discussed this like kind of like earlier too, uh, but um. You know as far as your goals uh, right now like what are your short term and long-term goals like for your music uh, career like I know that you want to be famous but um, where do you see yourself uh, right now within that short time like within that short time period and where do you see yourself like in that long run like in that sense
1: yeah I think I'm definitely in a stage where I'm I'm definitely perfecting my craft and uh, and I'm working on my on my style I'm sharpening the things I know I, I want to get my lyrics down pat I think'm uh, I'm, I'm in a stage where I'm trying new things. I'm uh, exper- experimenting, and then uh, when that time comes, and God willing, I get noticed. That that's when i will start to make real moves. Yeah,
0: nah, hundred yeah. percent, man. And you know, it's uh, kind of interesting uh, too because with some people, like they'll have like you know like uh, a mantra board or like a statement board that they'll have. Um, I kind of like recommend it. Like if you like want to take it to like the next level too, it's like kind of like. You know, you put like your three month, six month uh, goal period, and you don't know, figure out like what can work out within those like three to six months. Like, also, some would also have it for like years and like other month and other like time periods, like decades. And like, it kind of helps out like on where you see yourself and all that. So, oh, 100%, yeah, yeah. Uh, most definitely, man. So, uh, what's your uh, creative uh, process like uh, when making a recording, and what would a day in making a recording be like for you?
1: I write my songs on the construction site, man. <laughs> lunch breaks, uh, coffee breaks. Uh, try to get in some lyrics uh, during the day, uh, uh, in true. between things I do. Whenever I got a chance to to put the AirPods in and, and write some stuff down, I take that uh, chance. True. <laughs>
0: yeah, true. Uh, most definitely, um, because you talked about uh, construction uh, for a bit. Um, so is it like more so like you know you're working like on the condos or like on the uh, Edmonton Westland?
1: Bunch of stuff, man. <laughs> uh, everything you can name yeah. of the demolition, contracting, <laughs> excavating, landscaping. Harani <Nah>. Group, Captain,
0: <laughs> <pop> and <laughs> nah, <most> definitely because <laughs> I've had the, like there's like these memes and everything else uh, too with the whole like Eglinson Westland and all that, and why the construction is like so like long and like you know tiresome and all that like affecting the roads too. So, coming from someone who's uh, doing that and that, since
1: uh, too, uh, why do you feel like they're taking too long? <laughs> When you've got companies that are, yeah, yeah. you know, not so reliable, <laughs> yeah. you 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 get uh, you get half-half results. But uh, with a company like mine, if, if we were dealing with that project, it, it'd probably yeah. be dealt with in half the time. <laughs> yeah,
0: know, most definitely, too, because I know with the trades and everything else, too, like, they always, like, recommend it, but others have, like, a lot of, like, passions, too. And then there's some that I think there's, like, this one artist, uh, too, by, like, the name of the casino Contra who had this song, you know, on blue collar workers and all that, and like that h- whole idea, like being a flex too. So, I feel like um, it's like regular, like real rap, but like also with blue collar work too and all that. Like speaking both about the whole blue collar experience, you know, making more than like the trap and all that too. So, yeah, did you ever like incorporate, <laughs> incorporate like stories like that, like within that within your music? With my work. Like with the, within the blue collar work construction, like kind of make like a random song like that and like just drop. That.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe yeah. a little song about demolition. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I definitely do like uh rapping about uh, real things that have occurred in my past. Definitely yeah. like to to tap into the real stuff. But well, once you start go- get going with the animated stuff, you <laughs> it takes you to a certain level.
0: Yeah, no, nah, most definitely, man. And um. You know, also to like, you know, when you're in that studio, like when you're recording and like vibing and all that, do you try to like have certain elements to get in that vibe too, like blaze up or like uh, kind of sip for a bit or like you do it like just like fully sober and all that?
1: I could do it in any state but definitely you know blaze a little 1 2 get in the oh, studio true. get get in that get in that zone they definitely can't hurt but <laughs> yeah. but yeah I like to I like to mix it up a little bit you know yeah not because, but yeah it's definitely yeah because yeah. I know with some people too like
0: when they're in that certain element you know they kind of like make the best music or like maybe even like the worst uh, music too in that sense on that whole vibe and all that and you know There was, like, uh, this rapper by, like, the name of, like, Ofri Greedo, and, uh, you know, he was talking about the songs that he was making and, like, what he was, like, on and all that, and he said, like, you know, like, a shitload of stuff, like, on there, like, being on Oxy, uh, Pills, you know, like... Ecstasy and all that, like lean, all that type of stuff. Yeah. When making certain songs too, so like I know some people will just like, kind of like blaze up, but then others like take it to like a whole like another like level like in their songwriting process and within that creative like recording experience.
1: Yeah, I don't really rock with none of that, but <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely having yeah. the right people in the studio with me, like having that vibe, you know, hanging out a little bit when I got my boys in there, my girlfriend Zoe when she's there, oh, I, I sure. definitely definitely get the lyrics going. She <laughs> nah. she she inspires me to get creative. For Nah,
0: most definitely man and um what was your uh creative process and inspiration uh, for your debut project uh keeper
1: just think about my girl bro oh, sure. <laughs> now she's a keeper yeah. <laughs> and then uh it just started off from there started writing some lyrics and uh I-, I like to go into a song with with ideas like like uh a gist of of what i want to talk about what i want to rap about sing about and uh yeah, I just take it from there. I don't really have much of a plan. Uh, T- a lot of the projects on that EP were, were old uh, old projects that I just incorporated, yeah. like Take My Money, was the first track I ever released. That's the the one that definitely got my name out there a little bit. It was getting posted by a few accounts, but uh, I didn't really like the cover art, so I decided to just take it down and yeah, put nah, it up with this one. we be blessed.
0: <laughs> nah, I definitely <laughs> know what you mean, man. And, yeah. you know, people are, like, tapping in all right right now. Like, a lot of the streams are, like, doing so good, so it's... <laughs> Good either way as well, too. And, um, you know, before we get on to, like, the uh, other questions, you know, I want to get your thoughts. Like, how do you feel about the whole, like, Toronto OGT music scene uh, right now? Do you feel like it's fine the uh, way it is? Or do you feel like there should be some changes on the way the scene should go to?
1: I'm not really one to judge, especially a whole genre. But I definitely think as the years go by, as time passes, the Toronto scene can evolve more and more. I do think... That there's many, many artists that have similar flows, and and sometimes uh, I can't even tell who I'm listening to. It sounds so similar, but I think when someone comes with that little like creative kick, that little like unique little little flip on things, with still incorporating the the Toronto type flow in it, I think that's when. Uh, that's when you start to see, like, uh, which guys are going to take that to the I next am, level.
0: Yeah. Uh, most definitely. And yeah. I know right now it is pretty good so far with Rolling Loud, with whole whole uh, clubhouse sessions and everything else, side too. Uh, do you feel like what they're doing now right now, like, incorporating that type of stuff, is, like, helping spread, like, awareness, like, in the scene, too?
1: Yeah, I noticed Rolling Loud. There was quite a few Toronto artists. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I like to see that for sure. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we're taking steps in the right direction, 100%. Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. And, um...
0: What are your thoughts on, like, social media, like, nowadays, too, you know, to kind of get more so with, like, the like questions? Because I know it's, like, a lot for people, like, within certain backgrounds and certain experiences and all that, so... Man,
1: I'll say it here, I'll say it anywhere, social media is evil. I think think it can be used for for productive ways, but I think there's such a stigma behind it and it's become such a way where, like, it's a source for for knowledge daily. Where do you want to go when you want to find something on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter... Like it's it's become such a reliable source that I think some people don't even see it as social media, just like a, a part of their life. I, I I'm a I'm a guy on Instagram for sure. I definitely yeah. I'm definitely on that often promoting music, this and that. But yeah. in a perfect world, I'd like to, to write my notes with a little f- feathered pen, and not yeah, to, no. not have to deal man. with no. any of that because technical stuff.
0: Yeah, I know with social media, it's, like, too crazy, you know, with the toxicity and all that and with everything else going on, too. So they'll either, like, promote the wrong people, promote the the wrong ideas, or just promote, like, a lot of, like, foolishness. So, like, it's one way or the other, too. Um, yeah. I think there are, like, some crazy posts that I have seen so far, too. And, like, one of them was, like, um, it was a K-pop concert, and someone actually brought their baby to the concert at a place because like the baby's, like, kind of, like, not like a newborn baby, but, like, between one to two years old and all that, like, was, like, thrown to the stage. Well, not thrown to the <laughs> stage, but, like, they were, like, in the stroller, like, where, like, the barricade is. So, like, there's, like, this, like, open space where, like, the security is and just, like, they're them, like, watching. So, like, the baby was just, out uh, right there. No projective, like, here and everything else, too. Oh, wow. And then one of the, like, artists, like, kind of took the baby and then gave it back to the mom and all that, too, so... It does kind of spread, like, a lot of like bad awareness, too. Like, it kind of highlights, too. And the,
1: the artist grabbed the baby. Like,
0: the the artist, like, noticed the baby, kind of yeah. grabbed the baby, and then gave it back to the person. Like, it said something uh, like... Yeah,
1: that, that, that's a story that you'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a sick animal of a parent. My God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, man. But I feel like, you know, in my opinion, too, with social media, like, it does bring... Like, as I said, it does bring, like, the wrong things, uh, too. So it's kind of like there are ways to sort of change but like if you just don't want to like deal with the experience and everything like that just kind of like turn turn off like turn it off like in that sense too. tune off from it and just kind of take a whole social media cleanse too because anything toxic or anything that doesn't fit to the standards it doesn't like work out either way you
1: know so yeah and this word this word toxic i feel like it gets thrown around so often nowadays or saying, oh, toxic, this toxic, that. I feel like it, it's such an easy word to shift to when when you feel like something's negative or something's like uh, prying in on your life. But it, it all depends on how you use it. Instagram, this shit, it doesn't have to be yeah. toxic, as long as you as long as you know what to yeah. do with it and you're not excessive. Like, y- you can you can do anything a healthy yeah, amount. Yeah, you yeah, Just gotta, yeah, it's not not like the fool.
0: Nah, one hundred percent. And I think uh, one of the things too that actually does go on is you know the whole like perfect you know expectation type thing you know with expectation versus reality because you see like a lot of posts where people mainly post their wins like they're in an island they're on vacation they have a new song out you like they have money they have all that type of stuff too and or they're wearing like nice clothes and like when you see like the reality where like there's like a lot of sacrifices and like a lot of other stuff that they don't see it's pretty like interesting to see with what goes on and all that too so do you feel like it kind of creates like a harmful mindset for people to like tap in and like view?
1: Uh I feel like it, it it all depends on where your head's at. I feel like there there is some shallow-minded people out there and that's just the, tr- the truth that are easily influenced by by what goes on but I I think if there's someone out there that truly knows themselves and and knows the the measures of these things and and what they truly obtain I, I think uh all, all these little tools these these little internet things that they can be used in ways uh, so for
0: uh, sure 100% and um What's your thoughts on like cancel culture like nowadays too like with everything uh going on?
1: Cancel culture is definitely it's a funny thing to me because uh, I I see these little things that guys get canceled over and I'm like if there was a reality show about me to talk tell me about canceled. That's uh, yeah, there's uh the, it's funny, but uh, I I think uh, a lot of these guys that get canceled they, they they just happen to be in these situations where their lives are getting monitored 24/7. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm sure more than 50% of the world, if, if their lives were on a reality show, they'd get canceled as well. <laughs> like, yeah. it kinda,
0: like, it kind of depends on the standard, too, because there are some things that are, like, very, like, outdated, too, that only can be within that time frame. Yeah. So, like, most people won't understand the situation, too. But it kind of depends on, like, the severity of the situation. Like, if, if it kind of goes against, you know, certain morals and values, then, like, you kind of have to, like, assess it, like, in that sense, too. So oh, 100%. Um so we just have these uh like last uh, few uh questions uh for a bit too but uh what do you have uh going on next uh for the rest of the year in terms of
1: any of the any other the music or endeavors or so forth so we got new hobbies out right now, all platforms tap in with that i think uh that's definitely gonna be a, a project uh i plan to to continue to grow i've been thinking about doing a little remix on it i like it yeah so definitely tap in with that
0: and um what was like that whole uh creative process and inspiration for that
1: so that process was an interesting story you ever watch the show sopranos uh
0: yeah i've seen like you know like a lot of the stuff uh, with it you know with tony with yeah
1: with tony (laughs) soprano yeah Yeah, that guy's my guy i was watching a couple episodes of that i seen uh this one quote, he he was confessing his love for a woman. He was like, uh, "You're you're gentle, you're you're sweet sounding like a mandolin." And that yeah. quote, it, it just stuck with me. I put that in the in the intro of the song. Ended up putting it on the album cover, and I decided to just take the the whole song with that flow, kind of like love confessing, uh, get, getting to a point where you're uh, you're admitting that that you're. Uh, you're dumb in love you've got to and you've got to deal
0: with it yeah percent, man and
1: you have like no regrets or anything like that or let me tell you something i've done uh i've done a lot of things that would be regretted by most people there's nothing i've done that i regret huh. it makes me the person i am you know true true yeah.
0: Before we close off uh for a bit too, so your st- your stage name, AJ Nero. Yeah. That's like your actual name or like is it like my name's Anthony Jr. All right.
1: AJ and my last name's Nero. <laughs> so yeah, that's my name
0: Yeah, because like it kind of reminds me of AJ from the Sopranos uh too and all that. So because I think it was uh what, Tony Jr. or Anthony Jr. and all yeah, that. So funny coincidence, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think in that sense too, like you're kind of nothing like AJ, like from The Sopranos, because I know him, like just his vibe. It's like you know, depressing. You know, I no kid's go- a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly,
1: if I were to compare myself to a character on Sopranos, it'd definitely be Chris Moltisanti, <laughs> <laughs> way way more dominant fellow.
0: But he gets uh, whacked at the end uh, too. Poor guy.
1: He, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the issues couldn't <laughs> save him in the end. But yeah. but he had a good run. And, I
0: mean, you need to have, like, an Adriana to kind of Adriana,
1: yeah. I've definitely got an Adriana. (laughs) Let's just hope she doesn't get whacked.
0: (laughs) Uh, Most definitely, man. Uh, But um, any
1: uh, closing um, remarks you'd like to say? Not too much, man. I just want to say thanks to you guys again for having me. And, uh, yeah, Yeah, it's been sick. And uh, where can they find you on social media? Uh, Instagram, at AJ Nero underscore, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, anywhere where you can play some music. Find me, AJ Nero, stream new hobbies, spin that thing. <laughs> you
0: know. All right, man. You know, AJ, thank you for coming by on here, man. You know, oh, dope pleasure, dope conversation, all that. And, uh, you know, you'll definitely uh, get this episode, like, on all uh, platforms, on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, everywhere else you get it send a review on Apple Podcasts, like make sure you kind of like do it either five stars or one stars depending on the vibe, you know, and also check it out for like other uh, platforms as well. it's only five
1: star timing around here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, man, so, but yeah, like, this is Josh, also known as Yashu, episode 31 with AJ Nero, one of the rising hottest young artists in Toronto right now on Teela White Talks, signing off.
1: Appreciate it, brother.
0: Yeah, man.